We're here in another episode of Salty Business, and uh, we're here with Sava, and it's a real, real honor to be here, like, well, be here, have you here with us. Um, I was a student at Michigan, so I've attended many of your restaurants, and like, you're awesome entrepreneur, and it's, it was, I studied business and tried to find out, you know, the background of it. I remember the first time I went to your um, Sava's, I was like, man, this, she knows branding so well. It was just like, it was awesome. So... And I know a little bit about your background story, but you know, I start just tell us where you're from and and all that. Where I'm from, so I have to go back. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have to go back a ways to uh, being born in Albania. Uh huh. Albania. My family left communist Albania when I was five, and we wound up in New York City, uh-huh. where I grew up until I was 16. Uh huh. And then I moved to Michigan, and I was living in the Detroit suburbs um, in, as a teenager. You know, my parents decided to like move us here for better life and we wound up um, in the suburbs of Detroit and I was living there not really loving it it's just it wasn't quite quite as you know cultured and diverse as what I was used to growing up in New York City Uh so then um, I remember in 2007 I opened up a paper map and we did used to use those back then and I'm like Ann Arbor and I think it was like a little bit of a divine intervention where Uh there was just something that uh, brought me here, and I found my first restaurant, which was the original Sabas that I opened in 2007. So I've been here ever since. Yeah, and you, what made you so attracted to the restaurant industry? Well, um, you know, I had fallen in love with the restaurant industry when I was 13 and when I started working in restaurants uh-huh. at 13. And, um, you know, my family came to America with nothing but the clothes on their back. And they're like, hey, if you want anything nice or if you yeah. want to buy yourself anything, get get a job. Yeah. And that was over 20 years ago. And you were able to get a job at 13. So. I just, um, you know, went into a restaurant where my uncles were line cooks and I started bussing tables and I just really fell in love with just the energy and um, the, the service aspect of it. I love taking care of people. I love entertaining and I love food uh-huh. and I just kind of stuck with it. And by the time I was in college, when I had gone into college, I had five years of restaurant experience. Yeah. So I was able to like start managing restaurants and, you know, just continue to grow and evolve um, as a restaurant professional. And then when I was 23, I wound up in Ann Arbor and opened up my first Sava's. What What made you take the plunge? Like, did you know, okay, I'm going to start my own restaurant. I have a vision in my head and I'm just going to make it happen? Or You know, I was actually, when I took that plunge, it wasn't really a plan thing. Um, it was... 2007, the thick of the recession, and I just couldn't find a good job, and I was working for people who I'm like, these people just don't care, and I think I can do a better job um, running a restaurant, and I'm like, so I wound up just kind of coming here and being able to take on a turnkey restaurant, Uh Um, and it was during the thick of the recession, so there were opportunities out there and if you were young and scrappy and willing to take a big risk and willing to overpay on rent which I was I was Uh 23 years old I was realistic I was a bankable tenant Yeah, and I was like yeah if anybody's willing to let me take over a space I'll do whatever it takes to make it happen yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it was it wasn't really a plan thing it was just like kind of the next step for Uh me I I really and you know I just kind of believe in things sort of happening for a reason yeah that was my calling at the time what were the challenges, you know, starting the restaurant at first? Like, I mean, I know there's a million different challenges. Yeah. From the cha- the biggest challenge yeah. is constantly dealing with challenge. 
challenge. It yeah. is, you know, even now, I mean, I've been, you know, owning restaurants in Ann Arbor for 11 years and it's like, you know, it, you just get good at dealing with challenges. That's really what running a business is. And in my business, there are always challenges because everything is time sensitive. Everything is urgent. It's high pressure. People are running. There's fire. There's knives. There's water. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's just like a whole like chaotic symphony, and things go wrong. So it's just like p- p- like planning for things to go wrong. Um, so you know, just dealing with challenges. I mean, you just have to be um, accepting of challenges, and you can't let any one challenge like keep you down. It yeah. will knock you down, but you got to just get up. You get knocked down nine times, you get up ten. You yeah. get knocked down fifty, you get up fifty one, and. It's just having the the um, energy, and the also just the whatever it is on the insides, whether it's courage or confidence or whatever you need to get back up uh-huh. every time. And I think that's the difference. It's like I just don't believe in quitting. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so the next question is, what? How did you go about creating such strong cultures at your places? And was it just like you were always there, and you you know just like going all in? Like, what is the process question. from top to bottom? Because you can kind of. And it's weird, you enter, there's not a lot of businesses, but you enter and you kind of, there's something about it and you just really feel it from all the way through from yeah. everybody there. So, you know, you've somebody done that very well. So how have you implemented that? At yeah, your place? that's such a great question. So at Sava's, I was there like 80 hours a week, yeah. seven days a week for the first five or seven years. I, I, I can't even remember, but I just remember a big like chunk of my life was spent in that kitchen. And, um, and my DNA was all over that restaurant. So the culture was so strong and it's, it's really maintained Mm -hmm. over the years and it's gotten better over the years because we've been more intentional about it. But then when I went on to open additional businesses where I was less involved with the day to day operations, we actually had to start being strategic about how to uh, move that culture over. Yeah. You know, and take the mother cultures from one restaurant and move them over and and be consistent, but also be individuals about it. And building culture is not an easy thing because it's like baking a cake. Like if you screw up any of the ingredients or any of the steps or any of the processes, you only find out when the cake is done and you don't get a second chance. It's not like making a marinara sauce. Like you can add a little more salt or you can add some vinegar to cut back heat pro tip if anybody out there doesn't know that. <laughs> overspice something a little bit of vinegar will cut it back uh-huh. and, but w- when you're baking the, you don't get a second chance it's just like you get one finished product uh-huh. so that's kind of how culture is and we learn by making a lot of mistakes you know we brought um and, and it has to do with people it, we brought people in who um we didn't explain our culture to so then that like led to a certain unintended consequence and we just learned over the years but we've always known what we wanted and we've always wanted like totally memorable guest experiences and totally awesome staff experiences and those have been our like two pillars and like my two values hustle and hospitality Uh before everything Uh so you know it's like we always kind of knew where we were going but we didn't quite have a roadmap. um but over time, we've just gotten more sophisticated about it and, and more um, intentional. And now we know how to communicate our culture better so people can be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And what, what's the, is there, are there, what are the challenges of bringing new people on and you know, giving, delegating responsibility to really help push out that culture? I know finding the people that align with it, but then also really promoting that and you know, putting that out there. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot about finding the right people. Um, 
and you know people is the main ingredient so it's about finding the right people training them well um, and then co- it's it's a constant pursuit to keep them thriving and keep them on on their edge and keep them engaged uh-huh. and delivering on that on that really memorable culture yeah what and this is like what drives you and I know that's such a loaded type of question is it like is it all internal? Is it connecting to other people? Is it this like larger vision, or is it just like you know something's in you? You just got you got to do it. It yeah. feels right. Like yeah. what really, you know, pushes you? You think at the end of the day, the core of it. Yeah, that's a great question too. You've got some great questions today. Um, so I, I'm like, what drives me constantly changes. Actually, like uh-huh. my first restaurant, what drove me was just creating a sustainable job for myself, where I thought I could have equal opportunity because. As a 23-year-old girl, I also wasn't getting the opportunities that I could have gotten based on my experience. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons I'm like, I'm just going to go work for myself. Yeah. So that's what drove me then. Um, and it's changed over the years. And I would say what drives me now is impact, like the ability to make great impact. Um, what drives me now is like creating more opportunities for people. Like I have been so fortunate the world has aligned and allowed me to have some great opportunities i've created a lot of great opportunities for myself as well throughout my life but just being able to create opportunities for other people Mm -hmm. um, i'm also driven by you know just guest experiences i'm a restaurant aholic like i live for great restaurant experiences and then being able to create that for other people i mean like i've got like thank you cards from moms in my back pocket this graduation yeah, yeah, yeah. This, it's like seeing these people leave after and I'm, I might start crying but seeing these kids leave after like four years of feeding them yeah. and like being a part of their lives and like when you can like you know host events for people and watch them celebrate like you know amazing moments of your of their life and be a part of that um, so that drives me the guest experience drives me and then also like vision I'm kind of a slave to my vision uh huh like this new restaurant we're working on, yeah. the old Lord Fox. I used to drive past that thing all the time, and, and I live in the neighborhood, and uh-huh. I would constantly envision what could be there. And it's this like scenic restaurant on this beautiful pastures with the creek in the back, and like the food tastes like this, and the music is like this. So I like have these like visions of what could be there, uh-huh. and then I, like I just kind of like have to <laughs> have to make it happen. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm just like, hey, you know, it's exploring and then when things align and work out and it feels right, I just go for it. Yeah. And what have you ever thought about expanding out outside of restaurants cuz obviously like hustle and hospitality mm-hmm. can apply to a million different industries yeah, yeah. or other elements of the hospitality industry is that or life. Your, yeah, life, yeah, or life <laughs> too. Is that something you're actively thought about? Um, I, you know, I have and I haven't, you know, at one point I was really stretching the limits of the food business when I was in my retail business. I was doing juices. I was doing co-packing. I was selling product here. But, um, you know, so I kind of was playing in, in that space uh-huh. and moving out of restaurants, but still in food service. And I had a revelation one day that it wasn't what I love to do. And like what really like tickles my pickle is restaurants. Yeah, like, that's what I want to be doing. Um, and you know the restaurants that like 
Saba's Aventura and like what the new restaurant I keep calling it the old Lord Fox but the name yeah. is Dixborough House uh-huh. but everybody else is calling it the old Lord Fox I'm like that works for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, but the name is Dixborough House but you know I think I have like as I get older and especially as now I'm a mom I have mm-hmm. a two year old in the parking lot um, <laughs> with my husband okay. <laughs> 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 watching videos but um yeah, I mean, as, like, even becoming a mom, it's helped me, like, really prioritize and become more um, specialized and even more choosy of where yeah. I spend my time. And I really want to spend my time where, like, we do, like, our best work. And that's in restaurants. But, like, I also just know myself, and I probably, that won't last forever. Yeah, For yeah. the foreseeable future. Yeah, and when, okay, so when you got out I of know. the, when you got out of the retail business, or when you had that revelation, mm-hmm. how quick was it for you to say, okay, this doesn't align with me, to actually making the decision, are you somebody that's like right away? Um, yeah, so with the Washington Street location, yeah. it was right away, and it, that sent some shockwaves throughout yeah. the community, and my company, people yeah. were like freaking out, because I'm like, alright guys, like I'm done here. Let's let's just you know let's play we, like we moved all the people into our restaurants. We were so short staffed in the restaurant. We needed the manpower. My brother was ready to come in and take over the restaurant. Like I had made the decision, and the turnaround time was freakishly fast. And I get myself in trouble sometimes because when I know, I just know. And when I know it's a yes, it's it's like I just know a hard it's yeah. A hard yes. <laughs> like, and when I know it's a no, it's like also a hard no. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Then with the other Babo locations, we were more strategic because my team came in and was like, hey, we got to handle this a little differently (laughs) next time. So, like, they ran the numbers and, you know, we did all the analytics and we came up with the same result, which was a no. And I'm like, all right, maybe we feel better about it. But Yeah. And (laughs) have you you always been like that? Always. Like, decision made happen? Okay. You know, because if you think too long on anything, it's, you know, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. And, you know, so, and I also think that, like, um, I'm also, the deals that I'm most attracted to are, like, low-hanging fruit deals, which are ones that I don't really have to chase after. Yeah. So, it's like if, like, when I moved into Zanzibar, it was like, I saw it in the paper, I made the call. Yeah. When my Saba space got taken over by CBS and I had to move, it's like, you know, I just made the call and within 30 days we were in the space. I think also that's just the way to get things done. Yeah, no, yeah. We, we deliberate as people. Well, I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah, people would like it. me to <laughs> a little more. But, you know, it's like if it feels good in your gut and I have invested in my gut and I trust in that you invest in your gut by trusting your gut. Yeah. You know, letting it lead you. I feel like I have a gut I can follow. Yeah. And, you know, and I also know that, like, whatever you jump into, there's just so many unknowns. Yeah. That I don't worry about them on the front i just kind of handle them as they show up yeah that's awesome and and if somebody's starting a business or in business like is that you know obviously that probably is advice you would give them but i would give them that advice if they had the experience and the intuition and intuition also comes from experience yeah you know um but if they have the experience and and they know that they're willing to do like the commitment that you'll do whatever it takes because at times that's that's all you have to rely on is the fact that you'll show up tomorrow and you'll yeah. make it happen yeah. one more day. Yeah. So if you can commit the time and yeah, I that is that is a piece of advice is, you know, move deliberately and also quickly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Other you know, the market is changing so fast nowadays too that if you're not 
quick with things. It's just like things just fade out so quickly and trends are changing so quickly and technology is just like sped up yeah. everything that like you just can't sit on stuff. Yeah. You know, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, that's that's all I have yeah, today. Cool. Thank you so much for You're joining so us. Yeah, I really appreciate this. My and pleasure. Uh, this was really fun. So yeah. I'm glad yeah, I got thanks. to do so this. Yeah, thanks. I'll be back to float yeah. really, really soon. Perfect. Yes. All right. Thank all right. You. Awesome. Thank you.